Hello, my name is Mark. Welcome to Season 2 of the Fitness for Humans podcast. We're on Season 2 here, guys. Uh, I want to take this time to thank everybody who uh, was with us through our journey through Season 1. Hopefully everything that we went over was uh, beneficial for you to this point, and uh, hopefully that's the reason you're back here for Season 2. And I also want to welcome anybody who may be new to the podcast. Uh, maybe you're looking for uh, so a little bit more advice uh, on your journey or a little bit more uh, you know, uh, direction, and uh, I want to welcome you. Uh, hopefully we can be of assistance for you. So uh, first thing I want to discuss discuss today, guys, is uh, the many faces of fat loss. Now, um, there are many ways that people try to lose fat. And when I say fat, I'm assuming when people say weight loss that they're meaning fat. Uh, they, I'm sure that uh, nobody wants to lose muscle mass or bone density. So uh, I'm going to assume that, that, is, that fat is the correct answer there. So, uh, no, But no matter how you pursue it, um, the main definite is that calorie deficit is mandatory. Okay, guys, there's no other way to really... Uh, Sure, any type of fat loss, and particularly naturally, unless your body is in a calorie deficit, therefore forcing it to kind of consume part of itself. Now, the important thing that we want to do when we're pursuing fat loss is to control what our body is consuming, which obviously, if you want to lose fat, you want your body to consume fat. And we will kind of dive into this a little bit more in this episode. So, uh, first off, I, I want to discuss some ways that people often pursue this and kind of go over certain things. Um, a lot of people, you know, don't really pursue a workout routine, uh, they just uh, are looking for a calorie deficit. Um, the problem with this is that uh, you, when you lose fat this way, or when you lose weight this way, a majority of the weight you lose is through muscle density and bone density. Now, uh, most of the weight loss will not be fat. And the problem with this is, first off, muscle density helps your body require more calories naturally just to function and maintain. So having a better muscle density is going to naturally help you keep excess fat off by nature. Um, and bone density, obviously, is so important for our everyday function as far as, you know, our, our, our strength and our mobility. And uh, you know, as we get older, uh, bone density is definitely something that we need to concern ourselves with, um, in particular if you're female, because uh, osteoporosis is very common in uh, females, uh, particularly over the age of 50. So uh, this is something to kind of start thinking about if you're somebody who's uh, nearing that half-century mark. Uh, now, uh, extreme calorie deficit will lead to extreme loss of muscle, bone density, and muscle and bone density. So if, uh, you know, one of the things we've talked about in the past is to make sure that anytime that you are pursuing a calorie deficit that you ease into it, you go slowly, okay? You want a two to 300 calorie deficit per, per day when you're, you're doing that. Nothing too crazy because then your body will uh, start to burn a lot of the bone and muscle that, uh, you know, along with some fat to, uh, you know, kind of maintain itself. And that's, that's not what you want when you're trying to lose fat, okay? The focus of weight loss should just be fat loss, okay? You, you, you don't want to, uh, obviously everybody here knows that they don't want to lose muscle and bone, but they don't know that they're actually losing muscle and bone when they uh, pursue the extreme uh, calorie deficit. So uh, that's something that I kind of want to uh, make perfectly clear now. Now, if you are somebody that pursues a workout uh, along with your calorie deficit, uh, this here is the best way to preserve muscle and bone uh, while losing fat. Uh, but there are certain ways that, uh, uh, that you still have to kind of be conscientious of. Okay, first thing is making sure that you're focusing on a higher protein intake. Okay, uh, the, the protein intake is going to be something that uh, is going to help preserve a lot of the muscle that you do have. Uh, higher intensity workouts require more muscle repair, okay? Therefore, needing more rest, better nutrition, higher protein. Um, and maintaining higher protein intake while doing this actually is, uh, while remaining in a calorie deficit anyway, is actually more difficult than uh, you would expect. Uh, so, uh, 
my, my, my thing is to just focus on what you're consuming, okay? The big thing is to make sure that you are consuming mostly whole foods, okay? Whole foods are naturally going to be lower in calories and they are naturally, because they're naturally going to have less additive things in them that, uh, you know, our body doesn't need and that you're not looking for, okay? Uh, the, the main thing is to know what your protein goal is, okay? This is something that I, I've discussed with people. I said, well, you know, I had this Lean Cuisine meal and it says that it has 25 grams of protein in it. I said, well, uh, what's your protein goal? How do you know if that's good or not compared to what your protein goal is? And the, the most commonly, the, the answer is, well, I don't know what my protein goal is. Well, then how do you know if consuming 20 to 25 calories in a, in a meal is good if you don't know what your protein goal is? So the, ideally, if you're trying to maintain a higher protein intake, you want anywhere from 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. So whatever your lean uh, body weight goal is, it should be the number that you use as far as focusing on your protein intake. So obviously, if you're somebody that's trying to maintain a calorie deficit and you're eating three meals a day and uh, you know you're, say, say your lean weight is 150 pounds, you're going to want to get then at least 50 pounds uh, or 50 grams of protein per meal. Now, one thing to remember too is don't overdo your protein saying, oh, I had a bunch of eggs and I had a protein shake and I had a steak and all stuff for breakfast. 60 grams is the max recommended for optimal protein synthesis for your body. So uh, basically what that means is you can anywhere between 30 to 50 is ideal. You can go as high as 60, uh, but uh, you know you want to try to stay below that on your per meal on your your grams of protein, and then you want to space out your meals at least two hours apart to make sure that uh, you're optimizing protein synthesis for the protein that you're consuming. So, uh, like I said, you know this this has been a little bit more difficult than uh, people maybe would expect. So uh, just kind of do your research on this. Um, feel free to reach, reach out to me if you have any questions about how to pursue any of this kind of thing. Um, I'll do the best that I can. Um, one thing that's kind of been brought to light um, that I found kind of interesting that I've never tried, but scientifically it makes sense. There's a, a new newer concept out called the 30-30-30 concept. And basically what this means is you are consuming 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking up in the morning, okay? No carbohydrates and making sure that you are getting in a light 30 minute cardio session. Now, the cardio needs to be a light session. You don't want to over overwork or overexert yourself in this cardio session okay the concept uh for this is understanding how our body produces and uses energy that's that's kind of where this concept derives from so atp is our body source of energy and uh basically we use different parts of, to uh create atp for our energy so first we use sugar that's already in our bloodstream okay uh glucose secondly we use stored sugar which uh, is actually stored in the form of glycogen it's things that are stored in our organs uh we use that secondly and third Thirdly, when once we've burned through those, then we start burning oxygen. Okay. Now, vigorous training uses these quicker. Okay. So it takes roughly 30 minutes for our body to start using stored fat as energy when we're in a workout, regardless of how vigorously you're working. Okay. So if you're working, you know, at a light weight or a light pace, this will help keep your body from starting to burn protein. Okay. Because the gap between oxygen and fat is our body protein, okay, which leads to muscle breakdown, which is something that you kind of do not want when you're trying to preserve muscle, okay? So kinda, the, the idea behind the 30-30-30 method is to kind of ingest protein to refrain from taking protein from muscles all while shortening the gap between oxygen and protein used for energy, okay? This is not, like I said, this is not something that I've actually pursued myself, but this is something that I read on and uh, I found kind of interesting because like I said, scientifically, it does make sense uh, when you kind of look at the idea behind it. Uh, this is something that uh, if I ever get in a 
point where I've got to, you know, maybe try to, you know, try a different route. Um, maybe this would be something that I would definitely consider giving a chance just based on, you know, how it makes sense scientifically. So, um, you know, anytime that we, you know, are in a type of vigorous training mode, uh, where we're trying to improve for something. Um, one thing to keep in mind is that, you know, we want to, you know, we're breaking down muscle when we do that. So we want to restore muscle as best we can afterwards, which leads to different types of things that you have to consume as far as more carbohydrates, things like that. And this 30-30-30 method is the idea behind it is just to kind of, you know, refrain from having to take in extra, uh, you know, things that are converted into sugar for our bloodstream and things like that. Um, so a couple of do nots here, guys. I, I focus on calorie, um, uh, form during workout. So like, or I'm sorry, calorie burn during workout. So basically what, what I'm saying here is, you know, a lot of people will, you know, see a, a, something on their treadmill or on their, uh, elliptical or their exercise bike that has kind of a heart monitor. And, and this tracks your heartbeat as well as a projected amount of calories that you're burning during your workout. The truth of the matter is, is most of our calories are burned during everyday activity and rest. Okay. Uh, workout, it's really just an aid as far as our metabolism and uh, getting things kind of moving a little bit faster through our body. But, uh, you know, most of your calorie burn is going to be through uh, just your, your daily activity, okay? So, uh, and uh, make, make sure that we remember that as far as that it prevents us from over-obsessing about during our work. Like, oh, I had, uh, you know, say I can't pop today. So it means I've got to burn, they say I can't pop, so roughly 170 calories. I've got to burn 170 calories in this workout to get rid of that can pop. No, you got guys, no, no. First off, if you had a soda, deal with it, move on. It is what it is, but you're not going to make up for it by putting in a cardio session. Unfortunately, it's just not how that's going to go, especially if it's a vigorous one because, like I said, if you get into a vigorous cardio session, you burn off that sugar, but then you're starting to burn some of your your own body's protein. Uh, now, uh, one thing that I've talked about in the past, too, um, I have an, actually an entire episode de- dedicated to semiglutide. This is, you know, taking... Uh, do not take dietary weight loss supplements or semi-glutide, okay? Because uh, these are have been known to slow metabolism, which is, you know, the basis of their effect, and uh, therefore making you reliant on the substance, basically permanently. Uh, if it's something you wish to, you know, maintain any type of, uh, you know, self-control as far as uh, your, your dietary habits and things like that, unfortunately, this is where the discipline comes in, okay? Motivation should not be a factor. Uh, discipline is going to be something that uh, is going to drive you uh, because, if you have discipline, motivation is completely out the window. Um, do not go extreme with your calorie deficit. This is something we've touched on in the past as well. Anybody that's listened to season, season one knows that I've always said, make sure you're in a two to 300 calorie deficit per day. Uh, going too extreme uh, can uh, lead to a little bit of issues as far as uh, consistent weight loss as well as maintaining weight loss. Now, there's certain things to do when it comes to, uh, you're looking at uh, your, uh, your fat loss here, is to make sure you're focusing on protein intake, okay? Know what your protein goal is and... Therefore, and make plans for your meals around that because uh, that's going to be very beneficial for you as far as maintaining a lot of your uh, muscle and bone density. Uh, maintain the small calorie deficit of two to 300, which I've said before is a, is a big do on that. Uh, do incorporate the fasting, okay? Even without exercise, we burn fat 12 hours after eating, okay? Uh, but don't overdo your fasting, 16 to 18 hours max. I, I've said before that your eating window could be anywhere from six to eight hours to maximize the benefit of the intermittent fasting. So that's where the 16 to, eight hour, 16 to 18 hours fasting window uh, comes into play there, guys. So uh, you don't want to take yourself into ketosis too far because then you'll start to have flu-like symptoms, which could lead to some other issues for you down the road. So uh, let's recap the episode, okay? Uh, focus should be on fat loss, but not just weight loss, okay, guys? So even if you notice the scale's not really moving in the direction you'd like, to move in. Uh, as long as you uh, start to notice some changes in your body, uh, you're, you're doing some right things here, guys, okay? Take steps to preserve muscle bone density and 
understand how our body uses energy. Once you're able to understand how your body uses energy, then you'll be able to understand how to uh, further uh, complicate, uh, I shouldn't say complicate, it's not the right word, but how to further pursue and effectively use your diet to uh, maintain your, your body during your, your, your fat loss goal. So hopefully this has been beneficial to everybody. Um, I wanted to uh, say that I have officially passed my CPT. I'm a certified personal trainer. Anybody looking for any extra advice or any type of uh, uh, services, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, but uh, uh, that's all for now. Until next week, so long.